0: Welcome to
1: Positively
0: West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga.
1: Coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown. Welcome to Positively West Virginia. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Today, we're going to visit with Amanda McDaniel. She's the co-owner of Shenandoah Planing Mill in Charlestown, West Virginia. Of course, that's over in Jefferson County. But first, I want to tell you a little bit about our mission here at Positively West Virginia. Every week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. When we first started this podcast project back in 2017, one of the things we set out to do was to encourage and inspire our listeners with positive business stories from right here in the Mountain State. To date, we've produced more than 200 episodes, and Positively West Virginia is now a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Of course, you can learn more about our mission of promoting small business, and entrepreneurship in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. You know, I get to see so many positive things happening in West Virginia business every single day that, quite frankly, not a lot of people get to hear about. So my team at Interaction Media and Positively West Virginia is working to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities. They're right here in our state. We want to encourage people to stay here and build great companies here in West Virginia. We want to encourage people to move here, too. Come back to West Virginia. Build your companies here. Start a, start a small business and, and get that dream going as well. All of our guests are people who are actually getting that done day in and day out. They're not just talking about it. They do it. And I'm convinced we can all learn from their experiences and, most importantly, their stories. Our guest once again today is Amanda McDaniel. She's the owner, co owner of Shenandoah Planing Mill in Charlestown, West Virginia. Amanda, thanks for being on the show today.
0: Hey, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely. I'm excited to have you on the podcast to share your story and learn more about Shenandoah Planing Mill as a company. Amanda McDaniel, like I said, she co owns Shenandoah Planing Mill, which is a full service lumber mill offering dimensional hardwoods, flooring, trims, molding, and interior wood finishes. Amanda is a stay-at-home mom turned lumber lady. I love that. She and her father have built their business together as a combined retirement project and entrepreneurial dream. Amanda's passion for small business spills over into her extracurricular life as well. She volunteers as a board member on the Jefferson County Development Authority and as a town council member in her hometown of Bolivar. No matter how much uh, fun she has at work, her first love remains her two wonderful children and her partner in all things, Justin. We invited Amanda on the show today to talk about Shenandoah Planing Mill, to share their story, and to give our audience some valuable insight into the company she leads right here in West Virginia. Amanda, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that very brief intro that I just gave and give us a little behind the curtain look into your company, Shenandoah Planing mill.
0: Sure. So, um, my dad has always, uh, been in construction and done a lot of woodworking, and his dream has always been to own a planning mill. And as he came closer to retirement, I was also approaching um, re-entering the workforce as my youngest was going into kindergarten. And so we decided that it was a good opportunity for us to go into business together. Hmm. Um, For him his passion is wood my passion is people and working um with my family and working in jefferson county and so it really um has been great to see both of our dreams come alive with this business
1: yeah Um, so so take us to that starting point when did you guys get into get into business when did you start shenandoah Planing mill
0: this is our third year so we're relatively new still
1: that's awesome so is this your first, Amanda, is this your first entrepreneurial venture? Have you been in business before?
0: No, this is my first one. I mean, I've, I've worked in, um, marketing. I've worked in, um, some warehouse management. Um, but then I was a stay at home mom for, um, I guess about eight years. And then, um, so this is my first time owning a business, managing a
1: business. Yeah. So what what's that like taking the leap, uh, especially with a family member? Your dad. You know, it, you guys are going into business together. T- talk us uh, talk us through that and what that experience has been like over the last three years for you.
0: Well. Um... It was a little bit scary. I think it, I think owning a business gets scarier the deeper you get into it because <laughs> at first you don't really know what you're getting yourself into. Um, but luckily my dad and I get along really great and we work really well together. And it is a test of your relationship um, with whoever your business partner is. Um, you have to be really open and have good communication. And uh, so that's, that's gone gone pretty well, but it has been scary at times and also so rewarding because you get to see what you've built Um, it's not a pushing paper type of situation. And and also where we work with wood, um, it's a real, you know, we make a product and it's very rewarding at the end of the day to see, you know, look what I did, you know, here's a finished product.
1: Yeah. That's great. So take us inside Shenandoah Planing mill. Talk a little bit about the products you, that you sell there, the services you provide and, and an overview on, on what exactly it is you do.
0: So we are, um, our goal is to be an old school planing mill. Um, back in previous times, each town would have a planing mill where you would get everything related to wood. And with the introduction of big, big box stores and outsourcing everything, that's gone away, and those um, those planing mills oftentimes don't exist mm. anymore. And so. We have seen that there was a gap in the market as people kind of swing back and want a quality product, want access to um, hardwoods and things to do their own projects at home. Um, So that's kind of where we stepped in. My dad always says you can learn how to do anything on YouTube. You can buy any tool to do it at Home Depot, but you can't get the wood. And, uh, Mm. you know, so that's where you know, that's what we're, that's what we're providing for people.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's amazing. I, I love that. So what types of, of, uh, is, are these like West Virginia hardwoods or these exotic species talk a little bit about the actual wood?
0: Yeah, we focus on, um, domestic hardwoods and we are in the heart of, you know, the Appalachian hardwood sure. region. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um,
0: so a lot of the things that we provide are locally sourced, um, Everything is responsibly forested and, um, you know, it's species like oak and maple and walnut and ash poplar, things like that. There are certain species that people want that come from other regions. Um, For example, hard maple is found further north Mm -hmm. um, and pine is generally, you know, sourced from further south. But um, we try our best to keep things as local as possible. And we like the idea of focusing on a West Virginia natural resource. Um, something that's renewable and can be sustainably, you know, produced.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So talk a little bit about your physical plant there. Uh, I imagine you have a planer since you're a planing mill. Do you have a mm-hmm. kiln? I mean, talk a little bit about some of the, mm-hmm. some of the techniques yeah. and uh, services. you
0: provide. Um, So we are set up in a old um, cold storage facility. As you may know, um, Jefferson County and much of the Eastern Panhandle was covered in orchards mm-hmm. uh, previously. And so This building used to be a place where these apples were stored. We have filled it now with, yes, we do have a kiln. We have a vacuum kiln, um, which is different than a dehumidification kiln. Um, It dries wood faster. That's the short answer um, Mm -hmm. and better. That's the even shorter answer. we have a planer we have a molder which is the machine that puts a linear shape on trim on a board so you put a board in one side and you're going to get some crown molding out of the other side super cool um, we also have rip saws um, out back we have um, band sawmills we have three of them um, and then a myriad of other things that kind of aid in our production process but those are the main ones
1: awesome so obviously the the question that that comes to my mind is how has your business been impacted by uh, sort of the the, the 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 pandemic inspired lumber shortage i guess <laughs> would be the best way to phrase the question
0: yeah um i mean it's been real uh prices have gone up and things have been harder to come by mm. um at the same time the building you know, homes, that industry is booming um, and people are also have been wanting to do renovations and things like that yeah. on their homes while they're while they're at home um, in COVID. Sorry, I'm having a little trouble with my that's earpiece okay. here. Sure. Um, generally, business has just been really good and our difficulty has been sourcing material, yeah. um, just finding it because everybody wants it. Just
1: trying um, to keep up with the demand, so to speak. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Okay. All right. Well, that's great. So, so, all that to say, give us your thirty-second pitch for Shenandoah Planing Mill. In other words, what is it that you tell people that you do in, like, in a couple of sentences?
0: Um, I tell them that we are a full-service planing mill um, offering to retail and commercial customers interior finishes and hardwoods. Yeah. Um, we also act as the as a hub for the woodworking community in our in our county.
1: Awesome. That's great. So, so folks that are, um, whether they're building a home or renovating a home or just doing some really cool wood projects, right? Some crafts or, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. You're a source for those folks as well, a place for people to gather and talk about everything you want to know about wood.
0: Right. And find services that, you know, they, they don't have available. If they don't have a piece of equipment, we can dress boards for them. But our real niche is in, is really in the commercial and custom home building, um, you know, that's kind of our bread and butter, but we're passionate about yeah. the people. And so we also have a retail component.
1: I have, uh, I have a couple of friends that are into like historic renovations. Are you a place where you could take like a piece of crown molding from a, a home that was built in the early 1900s, bring it in say, Hey, I need to match this. Is that the kind of stuff exactly. you guys, you do that? Exactly. Kind of? We,
0: we have a, an existing library of profiles. That's about Seven thousand different profiles. Oh my. <laughs> um, and then we have the ability to customize to custom make knives to make profiles. So if we don't have one that matches, we can make one that is an exact match wow. for what you have. That's super um, cool. We also have a turner on site who specializes in he has a duplicator lathe so things that are like balusters or chair spindles again with the uh, restoration jobs, we have the ability to mass produce those. Wow. Well, mass produce in a custom sense, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. So if you if you're uh, if you're re- renovating an uh, historic home or so, an old home, even, um, and you just come in and you're like, "Hey, I want to duplicate this um, baluster all the way up the stairs," uh, you're mm-hmm. able to come in and create recreate. Yeah, we'll that. you up. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that. So one of the one of the things that I, I I love wood and I love wood products and I think West Virginia, like you said, is a is a hub uh, 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 in a large part uh, due to the fact that we've got these really awesome uh, stands of, uh, of, of hardwoods here in West Virginia, whether it's oak or maple or whatever. Um, talk a little bit about, um, and I don't, uh, do you guys do the live edge? Cause I see that quite a bit. Like the, everybody's doing mm-hmm. the live edge type of, of lumber products. Is that something that you guys are offering as well?
0: Yeah, we do. We do live edge. Um, we keep some in stock. We also have the ability to custom cut and dry really um, to your specifications, because, you know, a lot of people come in and say, I want a piece that is the specific size.
1: What would you say, Amanda, is the thing you're most excited about for your company right now?
0: Um, you know, <clears throat> this is tough because I get really excited about a lot of things. Um, I'm excited about the people I work with. Um, I'm excited about uh, being mm-hmm. In a couple of years into our business and finding a groove, I think a lot of entrepreneurs will will be able to attest to the fact that it's hard to strike a balance between sure. working and um, home life or personal life, you know. Um, and I think, you know, we're starting to get there and that that's exciting me and just having... Uh, you know, it's taken us some time to build up a really great team. And I'm really excited about the team that we have and the people that work for us and the investment that they, you know, offer to, to us, um, being there every day.
1: Uh, Absolutely. Uh, how many, how many employees do you have on your team?
0: Oh gosh, I think right now we have 10.
1: That's, that's a good sized team. I like that, especially in the third year of business or so. That's a, that's a, you're, you guys are still on that growth trajectory. I love it. What's the geographic, yeah. uh, region that you serve. In other words, where do your customers come from? Are they primarily in West Virginia or talk a little bit about
0: that? No. We have customers all up and down the East Coast. Um, We're doing a big job in Richmond right now. We go up into Pennsylvania, uh, even New York, and then of course over into DC, quite frequently Baltimore area, Um, all up and down kind of the mid-Atlantic seaboard.
1: Yeah, that's great. Amanda, you guys have been in, business, been in business three years or so. What would you say has been your best business moment since you've been in business?
0: Um, I would say um, I had the opportunity this, um, this winter to participate in a uh, work-based training module with the Education Alliance, which is a nonprofit um, that... helps get kids involved in uh, different industries uh, by doing high school internship programs and one of the things that I'm really passionate about, like I said, is the people. Um, I personally, I love working with wood and being around lumber, um, but really I love the people that come in. I love um, the community that we've created and that we get to interact with. Um, and so participating in this um, education alliance um, was a really awesome opportunity for me that, you know, as a business owner, I felt like I could get back to my community by talking with these high school kids about, our trade and what we do, um, able to represent women in trades and, um, you know, showing high school age girls and boys mm. that there's a place for them in the workforce. And there's a lot of interesting careers that can be had that people don't traditionally think of. Um, so, and shout out to Educational Alliance. It's a great program that um, they're always looking for businesses to participate. So.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's extremely inspiring hearing you talking about that because that's kind of our mission here at Positively West Virginia is is really to is to you know give back to the community in terms of inspiring and equipping and maybe uh, encouraging, uh, especially young people. You know that there's there's all sorts of amazing opportunities out there if you just look around a little bit and I feel like that's yeah. what that's what you just described so I think that's awesome hats off to you um, on the on the flip side of that what's been your worst business moment take us to that place of your worst experience and share that story with us
0: um, well I don't I don't know about my worst but I think that one of my biggest challenges that I didn't anticipate as a business owner is the responsibility that you have and that you feel to your employees hmm. um, like i said i had not experienced business ownership before um but now that i'm into it a couple years my ideas of what your responsibility is as an employer um has changed a lot um I think that sometimes people view employees in a kind of an ownership way and i think what i've learned is that it's important to view them you know as something that you have a stewardship over mm. um, every day they get up and they come to work and it's really a privilege that they come to work for you and um you know there's there's a big responsibility that you have to them to uh, provide a good workplace uh, provide a fair wage um provide reasonable expectations and training and safety um and that has been definitely a growing experience for me just learning how to uh be a leader and interact with with my employees and um but also something that I'm the most proud of like I said before like our team that we've built you know something I'm really proud of
1: yeah I love that answer and <clears throat> you can tell at just a short period of time you've learned a lot as as being a, a like you said a steward of your business and making sure that uh, you're taking care of, of your people first I, I love that <clears throat> Amanda I want to take a second just to Uh, Mention the sponsors that we have for Positively West Virginia, and they include the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. The support we receive from these West Virginia companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia just like my f- new friend, Amanda McDaniel. She's the co-owner of Shenandoah Planing Mill, uh, based over in Charlestown, West Virginia. Her and her dad own the company. Amanda, I want to jump right back into it. What's the vision that you have for Shenandoah Planing Mill long-term? What's that look like? <clears throat>
0: um, my vision is a strong business in Jefferson County where people can get quality products, Um, and and really um, rising up together. We believe that, you know, we have a lot of small, even smaller than us businesses that come to us Hmm. that we work with a lot. And, um, you know, seeing them grow and offering them quality products, you know, that's really important. Our goal is to just continue to do that better all the time um, and expand what we can offer to them. We work as a little bit of a, a I don't want to say a maker space, but we have people that rent shop space from us as well, because we have such a large facility. Oh, cool. Um, sorry about this earpiece thing. Um, can you still hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so we have a furniture maker, we have a cabinet shop, we have a Turner, we have a Sawyer on site. Um, and they, um, you know, I, I really hope to expand that so that people can come to us and awesome. uh, find more resources that they need all in one place. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Do you, uh, do you happen to know um, Gat Caperton over in that, that area?
0: Yeah, I, I know of him. Of course he yeah. uh, is kind of the, the model, yeah, right?
1: Yeah. He uh, he's been on the show a couple of times uh, for, since we started here back in 2017. He's been on our mastermind panel. We've highlighted their story uh, a while back and I just thought that, when you were saying that, it's kind of his name mm-hmm. kind of popped into my into my brain. So, yeah. <clears throat> Amanda, you said that at one point uh, you had some uh, had done some work in marketing. So that begs the question: you know, now uh, owning your own company, how do you attract new customers? How do you get the word out there?
0: Um, right now, it has been <clears throat> uh, as far as like retail; it's been uh, word of mouth, and then um, we've done kind of, you know, we do sales um, ourselves to our commercial clients. We've been really lucky that uh, I think because we were filling a need mm. that people have kind of come to us and we haven't had to have a very robust marketing strategy thus far. Um, and we also, you know, we're very intentional about our growth and not tr- growing too quickly, but trying to keep our workload manageable. Um so, I don't have much of an answer for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's but cool. Maybe you can help me out
1: with yeah, that. Yeah, huh? yeah, sure. Well, what's what's, you know, what's one of the biggest challenges you face? I mean, obviously you guys made it through so far. I mean, we're not over the pandemic 100% yet, but we've made it through the woods, I believe. Uh, you know, you've you've been you made it through, through 3 years of business. Uh, what's one of the biggest challenges you face right now?
0: Um right now we're kind of at a a point of growth where Mm. you know and and i think that this happens with any business that's growing and doing well is that um you have to choose where you're expanding right Mm. and you're always kind of making those decisions between increasing your workforce increasing your workload um maintaining a balance between the two that that is definitely our biggest challenge right now is we want to grow we want to take on bigger clients and more work um you know, it's just—it's finding that balance in the right time. You know, is is hard.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think that's a struggle that a lot of entrepreneurs and small business people face as you're going through, like you said, you know, trying to grow at a pace that's um, intentional and not just <laughs> random, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a tough mm-hmm. thing to do and, and understanding when, you know, I think a lot of it is uh, when you hire those and, and, and expand your team and expand your services. I think a lot of it has to do with just trial and error because you're going to make mistakes, right? You're going to do something you can't be afraid of to make a mistake. Like I always say, you you know, it, you know, it, during a course of a day, I mean, I'm a small business owner myself and I make a lot of mistakes. You know, I just want to make sure that they're small mistakes, not giant mistakes you know yeah uh,
0: well and and that's one thing that i think i've figured out too is that i think for a little while and a lot of people walk around thinking and i did too that oh you know those people have it figured out that's why they are doing this (laughs) and it's really not true nobody really has everything figured out you just kind of have to jump in and you have to find people that you can trust and ask questions and be curious and just always open your mind to growth
1: Yeah, absolutely. What's one piece of advice you would give to young business owners or maybe somebody who's thinking about starting an entrepreneurial venture here in West Virginia? What's one piece of advice you'd give them?
0: Do it. Uh, There's really nothing quite like the freedom of owning your own business, Mm. Um, you know, and, and also find what's what you're passionate about um you know like i told you wood is not necessarily my passion my passion is the people Mm. it's my team it's our customers um and that drives me every day when things get tough or um you know there's there's difficult things your passion sustains you and i think you have to really dig deep and find that before you're ready to jump into entrepreneurship
1: yeah absolutely i talked about this the other day with with uh, some folks and i said you know they're you find like your talent what you do best your mission the the results that matter to you the, and the passion the things you love to do the most so your talent your passion your mission where those intersect is the, is where the sweet spot is right and if you can have that sweet spot in an area where there's actually a market for that, (laughs) you know, not like, uh, you know, underwater basket weaving or something like that. I mean, you know, where you can actually, you know, there's a demand for your product. Like you said, you found a niche in the market where nobody was filling it. You came in, provided a solution with these high quality, uh, you know, milled wood products. That's awesome. Right. So you got your talent, your skill, your, your passion, your mission, and then, there's a market for it and there's the sweet spot right there. So I totally agree with that. I think that's, that's pretty cool stuff. Um, What's one leadership lesson you've learned um, say over the last year or so?
0: Um, To be humble. Um, It's a temptation of mine sometimes to walk out on the floor and walk up to my employees and say, when I say the floor, I mean like into our shop and say like, what are you doing? You know, or whatever. Uh, and I've really had to learn like as a leader, like one of my idols is Brené Brown and she has this thing that she says that is armor off curiosity on. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I really think that's a good approach to leadership is, you know, approach it with a question, um, and with curiosity instead of with armor or, and, you know, because, chances are you've brought people on your team that you can trust and that do a good job if you've done it right anyway.
1: Mm.
0: And, uh, you know, empowering them with good leadership and with curiosity instead of with, uh, attacks is really that's awesome. um, important.
1: I think. Yeah, that's great. Great insight. I appreciate you sharing that. What's one thing you do every day, Amanda, that you think contributes to your success?
0: Um, Pray. (laughs) I mean, uh, you know, I I have to say that I've felt that our entrepreneurship journey has been, um, led by God. And, uh, I think that staying close to my faith and, you know, that that's my faith and, you know, other people have different sources of, of energy for them, but staying close to a, um, kind of a guidepost every day and checking in with yourself, however you do that for me, it's prayer. Um, has been really
1: important that's awesome Uh, my my company here we have a a a pretty simple mission it's um honor god by serving people and using our talents and gifts uh, that we've been blessed with and and go out in the in the marketplace and serve people and uh so i'm right there with you i appreciate you sharing that um you know one of the things that i always like to ask folks is you know uh, one book or even a podcast that you would recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs can you give us uh, some insight on what you'd recommend there?
0: Oh, yeah. Again, Brandy Brown. She's my girl. Um, she has a podcast and a book called Dare to Lead. Yes. And I am just her biggest fan. Um, I think there's so much. She interviews uh, people in business and... She just has so much great insight.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. We'll make sure that <clears throat> on our resources page of PositivelyWV.com we'll have that book. I don't think it's been recommended yet. We have every recommendation so far, so that's, that's, a, <laughs> that's a good one. And uh, awesome. my, my wife uh, listens to her podcasts uh, on a regular basis too, which I think I don't listen to it, uh, but I hear it all the time. So <laughs> that's, awesome. that, that's a good one. I appreciate you sharing that. Amanda, we've covered a lot in this interview. Is there anything else you think our listeners should know about your story or, uh, the story of Shenandoah planing mill?
0: Um, I, I think it's just, uh, you know, whatever your journey is as an entrepreneur or in business, uh, don't be afraid to get your hands dirty and to make mistakes and, and just keep trying. Um, even if you have to kind of pivot and go down a different path, that's okay. um, just keep at
1: it. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I think that's that's good stuff. And I, I you know I think about you know your business um, being in business with a family member, your dad, right? I think that's mm-hmm. kind of a cool thing. Um, I lost my dad uh, about a year and a half ago, and. You know some of the some of the best times I had just just spending time with them. You know, obviously, and uh, so I think that's super cool. And I think that you've got uh, a really neat business model, and you're filling a niche right there in in uh, in West Virginia, in Jefferson County, obviously, but in the state of West Virginia and surrounding states, like you said, the whole Mid Atlantic region. I think that's awesome, and across uh, across the country. In closing, Amanda, how can our listeners learn more about your company, Shenandoah Planing Mill, and perhaps even get in contact with you?
0: Go to our website, Uh, uh We also have Instagram and Facebook, and those are great ways to kind of see what we're up to and get in touch with us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. One of the things um, I meant to ask you about this, but you, you uh, on your website, as I, I had pulled it up, you had some some classes and that kind of thing. Is that something you guys mm-hmm. do on a regular basis?
0: Yeah, um, coming out of the pandemic, we're kind of doing a slow roll into that again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is something that we plan to do more of. And You know, people can look on our social media page for more information about that when they come out. That's where we announce it. So
1: yeah, that's that's super cool. And you also have a blog on your website where folks can learn more about different uh, aspects of the wood business and the wood um, woodworking, right? Woodcraft. Mm -hmm. So I definitely have folks do that and go go to the website. We'll make sure we have links to your social media and your website on the show notes section of the podcast, and we'll also put that up on. Uh, on the Facebook Live as well. Amanda, I, I think it's, uh, it's been a real honor to have you on the show today. I think what you're, you and your dad are doing over there in Jefferson County is awesome. I think it's, like you said, bringing an old school uh, planing mill back into the marketplace is super cool. And it sounds like your, your business is off to a great start three years in. And I just want to enc- encourage you to keep up the great work. I think you're, you're doing an awesome job. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the mountain state, just like Amanda McDaniel of Shenandoah Planning Mill. Our hope is that we, in some way, equipped you and inspired you with this successful business story. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website at PositivelyWV.com and of course, we appreciate your comments, encouragement, your reviews on iTunes and all that kind of stuff. And we encourage you to share the, these uh, stories on your social media channels as well to help us get the word out. And be sure to check out our weekly show, the Positively West Virginia Small Business Mastermind. That's every Friday from 11 a.m. to noon, where we bring together a panel of business experts from around the state of West Virginia to help to help small business leaders win. If you want to catch up on our video versions of the Positively West Virginia or our small business uh, mastermind, sessions, visit our YouTube channel where we have compiled highlights of each week's episodes. A link uh, to that channel will be uh, included on this episode's post as well. You just go to YouTube and check it out. Positively West Virginia is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can learn more about our mission of advancing small business and entrepreneurship in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. and You can also check out uh, Amanda's uh, reading s- selection there from Brene Brown as well. That's pretty cool on behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, including our producer today, Hampton Hill. Until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West
0: Virginia.